What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, Soul and Body Coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> oh my goodness, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, magical, amazing world. Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark. And if you're hearing some extra grin in my voice today, I have an enormous grin on my face <laughs> for so many yummy things going on and um, they're just culminating in sort of this lovely day. So I'm sharing that with you. And, wow, um, if it is your first time stopping by, thank you for landing here for however long you want to play um, on whatever platform you're finding me on. And, um, you know, the Inspired Choices Network streams on quite a few, quite actually more than just a few um, live stream platforms as well as uh, our podcast episodes can be found on another multitude of places. So uh, wherever you are finding me, however you are finding me, and um, whatever day you're finding me, it really is okay. It's all good, and thank you for coming to play. And if you are joining me during the live show, our live show is on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, um, you're welcome to come join us live in the chat room. It's kind of the backstage way to play, and all you have to do is find the word chat room on the blue bar near the top of the screen, any screen screen on the Inspired Choices Network, and um, give yourself a name. It could be yours or one you wanted to have, and <laughs> or you could be totally incognito, and come play with us in the chat room. It's a way to play with us virtually on the sort of down low if you want to. And if you're feeling daring and you want to speak out loud on the air, you can always call in. Uh, the numbers to do that and the Skype option are to the left of your screen if you're on the chat room screen. Uh, and the numbers are near the top of the screen if you're on any of the other screens on the Inspired Choices Network page. So, and if you have no idea who I am, I am Keisha Clark. <laughs> As I said, I'm still her. And uh, I am a soul and body intuitive and facilitator, or you could say coach. Uh, what does that mean? Well, I get to have the absolute joy and delight of working with folks, playing with folks, supporting and facilitating folks to connect with their essence. And that is part of where the theme of this show comes from, having the joy of lining up with our essence and living it every day. And it is about bringing the things that we maybe have considered woo or way out there or compartmentalized them into the afterlife. We're bringing them into the today life because it is all about how much more of us can we allow to show up and how much more of us are we willing to choose to play with and function from right here, right now, every day. And what if that could actually be the way for you to change your whole life by simply connecting with who you truly are and being willing to know that. And a lot of us are sort of um, conditioned out of that organic nature that we bring when we land on this planet Earth playground. And I love getting to play with people, uh, a.k.a. work with people, um, to make that connection and start assimilating and, and integrating the soul essence 
into the everyday. And um, so if that sounds like something you might want to play with, just find the way to connect with me. If you scroll down on this show information, you can click on my website. You can also click on my email. I believe that's on there. And uh, come play. You can also reach me through the host page here on the Inspired Choices Network. There are links to find me and join me uh, in many locations. So I look forward to getting to meet you in person, whether that's online or over the phone or however that wants to happen. Um, so in the meantime, come and play with the show, Aligning Divine. And today we are having a conversation about, hmm, can your soul be shattered yeah, we're kind of, <laughs> if it's your first show with me, we might be diving into the deep end. And uh, what if you're maybe just up for that? So today's conversation, we are going to venture into some places that might be a little bit tender. Um, this is a topic that there is a lot of conversation about. Um, there's a lot of different and very interesting points of view <laughs> and philosophies about what happens to our soul in different situations through different experiences. Um, and we've had quite a number of them from all of the lifetimes we've played. And even if you've only played with two or three, <laughs> whatever your awareness is, uh, there's still quite a spectrum of experiential application, we could say, um, even if it's just one. So we can deal with just this lifetime, and we can also expand those parameters to our entire existence and just get a sense of, wow, have we been through some experiences that we would call traumatic. In some cases, we might call them intensely traumatic. So let's just acknowledge there are those times that we do experience traumas with such intensity um, it does actually feel like we shatter. It feels like it shatters us at the very core of who we are. So what does that do to our soul? What does that mean for our soul? And can we heal beyond those traumas? And that is where today's show asked me or invited me <laughs> to play. So... I do have a bit of a different perspective. If you've never played with me before, I do have a different perspective on this whole thing we call uh, being a spiritual being, having a human experience, or you could also say experiencing human. I don't actually approach the idea or the process of being human or experiencing human as though it were a limitation. I don't approach the topic of bodies as limitations to our spirit, to our being, or to our soul. I actually like to acknowledge the contribution our bodies are to our being. And uh, without them, we, we would not have quite as much fun on this planet Earth playground. So um, there is a very different way that I like to play with that approach um, to experiencing human, having a body. And I also... We don't have to say that there's a direct connection that having a body makes you human. However, um, we can correlate those for today's conversation if we want to. So the idea, the notion, the experience that our soul can shatter. Um, what? Just, just let's explore first. I want to bring this energy up. Um, all of these uh, stories that we have witnessed, 
whether they were on a movie screen or in real life. Um, all of these intensities around different things that we can go through, whether that is uh, intense traumas with our families, <clears throat> whether that is um, really sort of what we might call freak things like, you know, um, collision, car collision, um, falling, you know, car going off the side of a mountain, cars crashing into each other, those kinds of things, that's a trauma. Um, <clears throat> whether it's forms of abuse, so we we have traumatic experiences at the hand of someone else. Um, whether it is through different experiences of war or battle. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of different scenarios and situations that we can find ourselves in. Uh, that one of the things that I notice is that it goes beyond the making sense. Now, I'm one of the first people to say, don't ask your life to make sense or stop asking your life to make sense because it's not going to make linear, logical sense in more cases than not. And really, is that even what it's about? I don't, I've, I don't have the philosophy that life has to make sense because what we think of as sense actually comes out of our conjecture, really mostly. And while we can do all these really cool things to prove things, like, you know, solve things through different equations or formulas, um, we invented those as well. Now, we did follow the energy in many cases, and we allowed those things to show themselves to us. And yet, in the case of formulas and equations, those are simply one method of reaching a result. So, what I'm inviting you to today, in part, is just allow for the, the possibility that there's far more that is being, uh, let me say this a slightly different way, there's a lot more going on than what your brain or your mind can perceive in a cognitive way. And what I want to play with today is really letting us tap into that uh, while we are bringing up some of these energies around the traumas and what that creates. So, so first of all, maybe let's just all take a moment, take a breath, and let's just connect. Let's just open that connection to whatever degree feels appropriate for you, whatever degree you can go to. Um, you might be at work and that might be a little challenging, <laughs> um, but you might be, you know, at home in the comfort of and, and the privacy of your own place. And so uh, you might have a little more freedom to play with this. So just connecting, just asking the essence of you to become more apparent for you. And two of the questions I really, uh, there are two of my go-to questions um, is, universe, show me the energy of me. Body, show me the energy of us. And those are two of my favorite, I call them tools, <laughs> um, to just help me get a sense of clarity of me, especially when I'm in really crowded areas, but I also use it when I'm out in nature, when I'm you know in private, or when I'm in small groups, 
it doesn't necessarily have to be because there's a problem. It just supports me to to really tap in to my energy. So, or I could say more of my energy. Um, so, just allow that to start to percolate and permeate the the veil of your reality, if you will. And breathe. Allow oxygen to get into <laughs> more of the parts of you. Yeah, and if you're finding that you want to think about this, it's just remind yourself, or let me remind you, that this is not about specifically cognitive function. This is really about allowing the energy to speak to us. Yeah, because if you know anything about me, you know that that's one of the major things I do (laughs) and one of the major ways I function. So when we get a sense or we begin to get a sense of this soul essence, this connection of us to the all that is, What do you notice? I just noticed that my energy kind of lightened up a little bit. My spine sort of relaxed a little bit. Um, My head got a little bit less chatty. Now, granted, I'm hosting a radio show at this moment, so (laughs) I have things that are going on in my head that are, you know, connected to what I'm what I'm talking about and issues I want to make sure we include or points I want to include in the conversation. So so relative to what you're doing and where you are, you know, just allow for and trust perhaps, if you could, that all of that is is still here. You won't lose anything. And I think that's one of the biggest misnomers we run into is that we're going to lose something when we when we do start to really tap into that more of the all of us, of ourself, of our being. Um, that we're going to forget things, and actually, it can be quite to, to the up to the contrary. Um, it can actually allow you to function in a different way. That your energies and your thoughts and your ideas and your awareness, your information is on tap. So you don't necessarily have to try to hold it all in your brain. <laughs> so might that be a little more ease for you? So now I ask you to just bring up. Any uh, any intensity, any thoughts, any memories, um, you don't necessarily, again, have to cognitively have them. You might actually be in a place that you're really ready to bring up information from different incarnations, one or more, and there's no limit, there's no wrong way to do this. <clears throat> so when we experience these intense traumas that, Part of what creates that crazy is we try to go into our head because we try to understand why did that happen. That in itself actually compounds the intensity because we're actually looking for some type of explanation at a time and and most often in a way that it cannot be explained in human logical terms or in a cognitive way. So there is that's one place that it creates this kind of ricochet. This we we bump into this boundary or this uh, wall, if you will. 
And the other thing that happens too is we're we're dealing with bodies. Yes, we're we're we have bodies. We are we are hosted by these amazing creatures while we're here um, in in human experience. And so we are also dealing with in a very physical very real sense because the feeling is so much in the front of our brain uh, and our awareness. We're dealing with a, an intensity that is often a pain. Sometimes it's, it's a physical pain. Sometimes it's emotional pain. And oftentimes it can be both um, as well as a mental, you could call it a mental pain. And of course, we could include a spiritual pain. I'll let you kind of see what that is for you. <clears throat> so when we are in those moments of intense pain, we could call them intensities and we can also say intense pain, there is this sense of we want to get away from that. We want that to stop. And that also adds to that feeling of that ricochet or that wall that we run into. And that can happen anywhere. That can happen uh, so the reason I say that is we have a tendency to kind of uh, we want to sort of do a, a, a sort of a gradient <laughs> of of how bad our experience has to be. We want to kind of quantify it or qualify it or both. And for this conversation, I'm offering you that there is no gradient. There is no um, variable beyond which it qualifies you to have this experience of shattering. Because often that can happen in a very seemingly innocent or benign moment even. Um, I can tell you that uh, one of my experiences that felt that way, felt like that shattering kind of experience, was the first time someone said to me, um, in a really rather unkind way, um, because it was quite loaded with judgment, they informed me that the person who I was calling father, or, well, I never called him father, I called him dad, um, the person who I was saying was my dad couldn't be my dad because I was at their wedding. So they proceeded to say a few more things, but what I remember about that moment was that that shattered me. It, it just was such a an intensity of energy that what this person was that that this person was delivering packed into the words that they were saying. And I was, I think, probably seven or eight years old at the time. Um, it 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 took me off the scale. Like it, it, I could not register what this person was saying to me. So that was a moment that, you know to an onlooker, might have seemed like, uh, could have seemed like some non-issue. It could have also seemed, you know, you might have, if you'd witnessed it, you might have thought it was unkind. But certainly, you might not say, well, that's so intense that it could create a fracture, you know, energetically. And yet, there's no quantifier to what what that intensity might when that intensity might show up for us or what creates that intensity for us. So 
I offer you this to, to just invite you to maybe give yourself a, a little bit of leeway, a little bit of flexibility. Um, if you are having awarenesses that come up, but you notice you go into that cognitive function of trying to quantify, well, that wasn't stressful, that wasn't trauma. If, that's, if there's something coming into your awareness, I just ask you to honor that. And you don't have to ask for a lot of details. You don't have to try to think into it. Um, I just invite you to just have your awareness of it and let it just be in the room with us for now. Okay? So as you be with this, I'm going to invite you to breathe through it and just allow this, as I said, allow this to bubble up a little bit. Wow, there's apparently a lot that goes on for us <laughs> that can be very energetically intense. So um, be kind with yourself for the next few moments. We're going to take a break, take a breath, and lean into this a little bit more on the other side of it as we venture further into the topic today, Can Your Soul Be Shattered? And we are aligning divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Keisha Clark, and we'll be back in just a moment. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome forward, back and forward <laughs> to the next segment here on Aligning Divine on the Inspired Choices Network. I am Keisha Clark, and thank you for breathing through the break with me and some interesting uh, interesting awarenesses just kind of bubbling and percolating. And I'm just going to continue, I'm, gonna, I'm asking you to continue to 
allow this awareness to come through. We're talking about can your soul be shattered? Um, so as I said earlier, there's a lot of philosophies about this. And I'm also inviting you today to tap into the philosophies, the stories, the meanings, the um, methodologies that you might have subscribed to at whatever time and in however many lifetimes or for however many lifetimes um, around what has, you know, how our soul has to function. And so firstly, I want to ask you, um, how, how potent and powerful are you as the soul of you? Mm-hmm. Do you get a sense of some pretty serious potency? Or do you get a sense of um, a delicate flower? Or do you get a sense of, uh, hmm, somewhere in between? Yeah. And this is an interesting thing that we do that I notice. Um, and and I totally played in these different philosophies. So I am not here to tell you that there's a wrong philosophy to have or a wrong way to look at this. What I desire to invite you to is more of your own knowing. And that is, as I say it, your knowing with a capital K. That's the beyond cognitive knowing. That's you connecting into what you actually know. beyond anything, any um, belief structure or or parameters of points of view would offer you. What are you aware of? Yeah. And it's interesting to me as well that we have these fascinating customs um, around memorializing things that have created those intensities and those traumas. Um, and I get, I get the underlying desire to honor um, the people who came through those experiences. You know, lots of war memorials, um, lots of uh, different memorials for, for cultural... Um, movements and and experiences we have we have a lot of them and in many cases there were very extreme circumstances that were experienced um as a part of of the the conflict or the story that played out so we we want to honor that people came through it. We want to honor the people that we say didn't come through it. And yet, what if we open that up just a little bit? And I know this is a tender wound for a lot of people, and I I get that. And I'm still going to ask you, what if we open that up a little bit? And look at, when we add the energy of that soul connection, that awareness, when we can function from the level of soul awareness and soul knowing. We might not do that while we're here in the human realm. We might, you know, and many people don't. Many people buy into and utilize 
the notion that you can't know that here. And what I am, in a way, challenging a little bit, well, okay, I'm challenging it a lot in some cases, I'm actually challenging you to to check with your own knowing. Check in with yourself. What did you bring to this lifetime? What? How much of your awareness did you actually choose to connect with, to be able to connect with? Did you come here to compartmentalize this life from the afterlife or what we could call the afterlife? Did you come here to compartmentalize being human from being spirit? Or did you actually come here to to lose the compartmentalizations, to break down those barriers, to let go of those parameters or expand them perhaps? So these things that we have, these memorials and, and different ways that we try to honor um, those who came through different struggles and experiences. Um, there are also ways that we plug into the memories of it. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm guessing if you're listening to a station like this, if you're listening to shows like this, conversations with these topics, uh, you are very likely someone who has a more acute sense of empathic abilities. And we had a conversation about that a couple of weeks back. We talked about are you highly sensitive or incredibly capable when we were exploring empathic abilities and what that creates for a lot of us and how we can actually be more present with our empathic abilities. But I'm I'm guessing you very likely have those intact. <laughs> so when you are taking part in or or even just in the vicinity of these events that might be going on at whatever time throughout the year, um, you're you're doing more than just sitting there listening to the words and the music and the recounting of the stories. You're tapping into the intensities. You're tapping into the personal stories of different people who were involved in those events. You're tapping into... Um, and maybe not even because you want to. It it doesn't necessarily have to be because you're cognitively, consciously choosing it. You are just aware of this. And so sometimes, well, oftentimes, it can become intense when you go to these events. It can become intense when you're witnessing these events as well. And it can become intense when you are working with, if it's if it's any part of your occupation or your work that you do, maybe for money, maybe as a volunteer, it can be very intense when you're working with people who have come through it or the families of people who have come through it or the the descendants of people who have come through it. You know, our Second World War, the, world we, the war we call the Second World War, um, was many decades ago. I think we're coming up on, oh gosh, the 70 or 80th anniversary um and and still it's for many people whether they were there in person or not it's just as intense when we go through those ceremonies 
it's just as challenging as it was at the two-year mark or the five-year mark or the 20-year mark. So what I'd like to offer you is when we're in those moments, when we are the experiencer of those intensities, those traumas, yes, it is very possible to seem like we are shattering. And I want to look at this word shattering for just a moment. It's essentially to fracture into pieces. And there's there is uh, there's a lot of intensity even just around this whole concept um because we could go into talk about you know the mental health field um and it's easy to to segue into that because that is part of what we're dealing with a lot in that field is minds of course it's it's usually referred to as minds that have fractured and is part of what we're actually dealing with this topic when people have experienced traumas in ways that for whatever reason, there doesn't have to be a a reason and there is no qualifier, uh, that for whatever reason, the intensity was so great that the connection was changed the way that person connected to themselves or their soul was changed and that is that is what i'm offering you to look at today and to explore today when we're in those moments that are so intense the feeling of the shattering is actually a part of ourselves and I know this is human words that I'm using, so we're not necessarily completely cutting off in a physical sense a piece of us, but we are in a in an extension of us. We are actually changing how we can connect to our soul, how we can connect to the more of us, to that being that we that we are. So I'm gonna, I don't want to make this convoluted or confusing or even intellectual. It's, it's just, I want to give you just a slight shift in this perspective because there is a way for us to move through this and that's where I'm aiming for us to be able to go in today's conversation is to just get to that. So part of why it feels like this conversation was asking to be had (laughs) is because there is a very popular notion that you can't recover from that. There's a very popular belief that, and set of beliefs, like belief structure, that once that happens, that it takes immense work, and I'm using air quotes for the word work, it takes immense work for us to... um, heal that or repair that 
right, for the soul to come back together. And what I have a sense of that uh, that is a bit different from that story is that when we're changing how we connect to the essence of us, um, we're we're not necessarily and and I could actually say we're not actually losing parts of ourselves. However, it seems that way because the connection is lost. So let's use a metaphor here. When you're online, right? <laughs> I think we can all relate to this since we're <laughs> you're, I'm coming to you via some form of streaming <laughs> on some some device that you're listening through, right? When you're online, when you have an internet connection or a bandwidth connection, and that connection falters, it changes how you can listen to the information. It changes how you can receive the information, correct? And when that connection is cut off altogether, it feels like you've lost the connection. And in a sense, we could say, yes, you have, right? You've lost that connection. So the way you were connecting is gone for that moment. Now, in many cases with Internet, we do what we can to quickly restore that, right? Or if it's the case of the, what supplies power to your home, uh, I think in some countries it's called hydro. <laughs> in some countries it's called electricity. Some people just say power. But whatever supplies that to your home or your place of business, when that gets cut off, right, you have to change how you create light or heat you have to you have to shift the source of it but does that mean that you've lost it okay and i'm just ask i i just invite you to query into this this is not about an answer and if you've never played with me before um this is not necessarily for me to give you an answer or for you to find a single answer, it's not a problem we're trying to solve. It's really tapping into what do we know, what are we aware of, beyond what we have allowed to be the parameters. What are we really aware of here? So can you actually ever be cut off from who you actually are? Or is it more of the case that you're shifting the way you're connecting to it and maybe you're losing a connection for a time so the part of you that you would be connected to for that energy for that information that ties into the traumatic experience that connection goes away for a while And yes, that is intense. That is very difficult in many cases. And it can be it can feel incredibly hard. And it can feel incredibly hard to come through. And a lot of times we feel this way when we lose someone we love. And if you listen to the language of that, when we lose someone we love. We talk about the loss of loved ones loved ones 
And that's a way of connection as well. And when that person's body makes its completion, we can no longer connect with them through a body. Now, what is really popular here on this planet Earth playground are many stories that once the body dies, you can't connect with the being. But is that actually true for you? What I offer you is we have a similar way we can function with the soul of us. That once a way we connected to our soul goes away, we can still connect. It's our willingness to have a new awareness about how we connect that must change. And so to whatever degree you can be with that in this moment, I invite you to be with that. We're going to have another quick break and just let us keep rolling in. This is, again, not about an answer. This is about exploring, can your soul be shattered? And do we come back from it? Or how do we go forward from it? And that's where we're going to go next. So you're here with me, Kitcha Clark, on Aligning Divine. We are on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be back in just a moment. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> oh, welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. And wow, 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 wow. Yeah, we're tapping into some cool stuff, though, you know? So um, where do we want to go now? Yeah, moving forward, moving forward. And oh, I just want to put a little piece of information in this space um, while we're kind of suspending here. Um, we are totally um, capable of 
so much more than what we can imagine. Um, and one of the ways that I am enjoying getting to share this with folks is through an event that I am collaborating with my dear friend uh, Clarissa Barraza, and she was my guest last week, if you got to tune in. Um, if you haven't, then definitely check my friend out. Uh, the topic of that show was Pendulum Possibilities. She is this amazing healer and creator of magnitude, and um, she has these incredible particular capacities with pendulums. And uh, if you thought you knew what pendulums were, then I just invite you to kind of check into that show. <laughs> There's a whole lot more around and about pendulums than what I grew up with. So, um, But we are co-hosting and co-facilitating an event this coming Sunday, the 15th of September. We're going to be in Dallas, Texas. It is an in-person event. Uh, we are not live streaming these yet. Um, that's interesting. I said yet. <laughs> so uh, it's called Messages and Miracles, and um, we're bringing together our capacities with uh, tapping into and communicating with all the energies and shifting um, pretty much anything and everything that's ready to shift and change and heal. Um, and it's about a two and a half hour event, so it's um, the information for that event is here on this show page as well. You can just scroll down and click, and the ticket information is there as well. So come play with us for a couple of hours this Sunday if you would like to explore this more or any other aspect of you or what maybe feels like something you want to change that um, is just ready and you might require or desire a bit of facilitation with that, these events um, these events are a really uh, amazing space to, to play with that. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, as we connect into even more of our awareness um, of the connection, <laughs> um, so before the break we were talking about um, the way that we connect may have to change. And so when we're in those moments of intense trauma, it is entirely possible that we, in a way, lose the connection that we've had. And that may take many forms from from that moment on. That may look like we we feel like we lose our courage. We feel like we lose our confidence. We feel like we lose our sense of um, of who we are even in in more extreme versions that it might show up we lose our we feel like we lose our sense of um, our own personality our own identity and that is oftentimes connected to or relative to how we create our ourself, our our identity in these lives. And what we might be wanting to hold on to that in some way could be limiting us. Um, or what we may not want to be aware of that we feel safer in some way if we keep a limitation in place and uh, one of my experiences of reconnecting with uh, my soul essence 
in a in a different way. It came through one of my amazing uh, cat creatures, one of my amazing feline facilitators. <laughs> um, if you know, if you don't know this about me, I have quite a an extensive bit of work with feral cats in particular. For some reason, that's that's just part of who my playmates like to show up as. And um, there was one in particular that uh, his name was Benjamin Buttons, and um, he really was a Benjamin Buttons. He just, oh my gosh, so, so precious. And um, we went through this experience that um, we had to move from the property that we all got to, to be on for, we had all gotten to be on for quite some time. And so it was, uh, when we moved, it was me and, wow, five of my babies <laughs> at the time. And so we moved into our first stopping place, and um, he fairly quickly decided he did not want to do that. And um, he also didn't really particularly want me to just open the door and let him go, wander. And so um, I consulted with someone, and they offered uh, information to me that he was, he was showing up, or he had shown up in part, to bring me an awareness of a part of me that I had cut off long ago. And so when I went into this um, ceremony with him, uh, it was amazing what he contributed to me and the awareness that he brought me to and the experience of reconnecting with that aspect of me was amazing. And within a week, he was ready to go. And I was just in awe of all of it, in awe of of him, in awe of the process, um, in awe of that we can even do this, you know, with each other and, and much less with, oh my gosh, you know, different creatures can be a part of our healing experiences. But I was willing to, well, I was willing to connect and I was willing to have a new way of connecting with that aspect of me, with that essence of me. And it was amazing and it was magical. And I am beyond words grateful for Benjamin Button's and and all that he brought to me beyond even that particular piece but it, in in addition that particular piece of our relationship was just it was it was one of those moments where you were so aware vividly aware of how miraculous we can be and how miraculous we can be with each other and what we can offer each other so it feels like what today's conversation really would like to open the door to is that it's perhaps time, and so I'll put it in question form, is it time for you to now open up to a new way of connecting with who you are and what you are capable of beyond the cognitive field of possibilities, but even more 
into the quantum field of possibilities? Is it time for you to actually be willing to open yourself even wider, to open your heart even wider, to open your mind even wider, to open up to the essence of you? And all of those things that you call parts and pieces of you that are lost or that that you thought were lost or that feel like they might be lost, that you simply allow yourself to connect in the way that you are now totally capable of connecting and having your sense of more of you. And whatever fear from whatever intensity that might creep up or pop up or jump up or explode in your in your face, in your space, whatever that is, and if that should take place, I invite you to actually ask, universe, show me the energy of me. Body, show me the energy of us. I invite you to ask, to see what is actually true for you, to see what is actually you, and allow all of the story that created the disconnect and the static and the distance to fall away. And... I invite you, if you desire facilitation with that, to reach out. Reach out to me. Reach out to whomever you might already be working with or even someone new and entirely different. Wherever your energy asks you to go, be willing to trust that. And so may all the pieces of you be coming together. May you be connecting with all the parts and pieces of you here and beyond. And until next week, may you be tapping into the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day. And we'll see you next week. And I adore you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence and living it every day.